<coughs> oh, hey, we're live. Free show solo right now. Anybody see any cool memes today? Come on. Probably the only show you'll see or listen to this week that is not going to talk about the shit everybody else is talking about. Because, I mean, it's not all that interesting. There's so little happening in the world that that's what we're talking about. I don't know. It was fun, though, for the whole five minutes that it lasted. And, yeah, new memes are always a good thing to have, so to hell with it. Uh, We're going to talk about all the comics coming out this week as soon as Taylor gets here. He's running a little bit late, but I still wanted to go on time. So, yeah, there's some good shit dropping this week. I think Tom Taylor's last book at Marvel Comics drops this week, which is something we're definitely going to touch on. We're going to talk about that. Uh, There's all kinds of events at DC. Image, man, I got an advanced review of a book from Image. Uh, the new, it's not even like new, new, it's coming out. Oh, there's Taylor. Hey, Taylor, we're live. We're just talking about, I, well, I'm talking, you know, to the audience. The royal we, I guess. And we have nine in there about how we're probably the only show who's not going to talk about the thing that everyone else is talking about because, hey, new memes are cool, but that's about all I got. Out yeah, of I mean, it happened, but I don't think that it's like a national emergency, you know? I mean, yeah, there's like forests are on fire. There's new comics coming out. We got plenty of shit to talk about besides that. So, uh, But new memes are always good. But I was saying I got my hands on, it doesn't come out till June, an early review copy of The Passageway from Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. That's the new hardcover graphic novel that they're putting out that's going to start this big Bone Orchard mythos. Yeah, I was about to ask. That, was that the new horror book they're putting out? But yeah, that sounds cool. Rad, dude. I mean, new Jeff Lemire is always something to be excited for, you know? so good. It's not just Lemire, though. It's the way those two creators work together. To Yeah, I can't wait for it to come out. I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. That's my first spec book of the week, is that hardcover. Um, First editions of that are going to be really, really hard to come by. Eventually. Just saying. Uh, But yeah, since we're not going to talk about the thing that everybody else is talking about, let's, uh, let's do it. Let's do this damn thing. There's some good books dropping this week, man. I am very excited to talk about the books. What do you think about this show, Annie? I hear you, bro. Oh, fuck you, Anakin. I mean, come on. <laughs> Give us a break. We're trying. Busting our balls over here, Anakin. <laughs> I actually got a dog today, and her name is Annie. No relation. Oh, well, congratulations on that. Yeah. She's all right. She's still scared. She's still the dog. Well, I mean, of course she's scared of you. You look yeah, like a fucking, right. like, <laughs> golem of some sort. Uh, greetings, geeks. Welcome back. Uh, it's another episode of This Geek and Comics, our Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Gomer and Taylor, gruesome twosome, talking about the books coming out this week. Uh, and yeah, I'll talk more about it on next week's show. Uh, well, I don't know. I just... I got a dog. She's cool, you know, but she's not really used to being here yet. So I want to give her a few days before I pass total judgment. Yeah, you, you know? got to you got to be patient with that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's the show, the weekly show, my favorite show. 
the one where we talk about all of the new comic books that are coming out this week. Uh, the key words here for the chat, if y'all are going to hang out, uh, if you see something, say something. If there's a book that you see on there, because uh, it's delayed. You know, the internet's not instant if it's delayed. But it, we'll go back. We'll talk about a book. Uh, we may not be reading that book. We may not have a lot to talk about it. But we'll at least bring up something worth interest to someone. Uh, we start with DC because their books come out early. They come out tonight at midnight if if you're lucky enough to uh, to read digital. Uh, we're going to talk about DC Digital next week on the new show on Sunday. So be there. Aquaman. Uh, this is a big, it's like every damn character got an event going on. Uh, yeah, DC is really one. like giving us a blitz of events here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're not really events. They're more well, like crossovers, maybe. Tie ins. And well, Wonder Woman has like, uh, like bookend issues, yeah. you know, for that. But yeah, so this is, and this is okay. I, I read the, uh, the preludes to this and I read the first issue. It's exactly what you'd expect, you know, Black Mana. Jackson Hyde and Arthur all get together and they're doing Aquaman shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what it says on the tin. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's what you basically, you know, you're getting what, what was promised. Uh, this is one of the big books of the week. Uh, Sean Murphy coming back to the DC universe that has made him wildly popular, wildly successful. Yeah. I mean, this has really caught fire. I mean, how many of these white knight books have they done? I think this is their fifth, right? Yeah, it's. I think it's five, and I think Sean Murphy like didn't do one of them. Like someone else did did one of them. That's how you know awesome this sort of little mini shared universe uh, Sean Murphy's got going on. They should give something like this to Tom Taylor. You know, let him take give his take on something outside continuity, but don't make it weird. Just yeah, do it I normal, mean, you know, I mean. He excels at that sort of like what if Weird. alternate universe kind of take sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. you could give him a give him a that. chance he's to play around. Justice, here. he did injustice. I say that he's basically got one. You know, well, true. I mean, he's also doing Dark Knights of Steel, so he is already doing a lot of these like alternate universe thing yeah. bobs. But yeah, this could be something that does play to those strengths. So yeah, yeah I could, and I don't, I I don't could want take it, a crack at it. I don't want it weird like that. I don't want it like <laughs> depressed emo Superman. You know, I don't want the uh game Man, of thrones if angle. you don't want depressed emo <laughs> yeah, whatever then this is not the book you want him to go to uh, so this is going to be like his take on batman beyond i'm guessing uh so yeah that's cool that's cool i will probably pick this up honestly i enjoy those books and sean murphy's art is always worth picking up yeah that art is a good selling point there yeah ooh that's a cool cover it's almost like a spoiler cover awesome yeah that's awesome uh all right moving on uh batman phase clan number one one shot what the fuck is this i don't i think phase clan is like a gaming like group like a professional gaming i have are no idea what that is are they I... called do they refer to themselves as clubs or teams or squads maybe I... squads maybe two on the nose I'm feeling really out of touch here because i have the slightest yeah. idea who these guys are or what they do yeah, it's an esports and gaming organization. That's what it says in the solicit. We can stop guessing. They just let us know. So yeah, this is a crossover with them. So okay, hey, hey. I mean, that's a cool thing for them. You know, you get a. Yeah. You made it to the point where you are in a Batman comic. Yeah, and they get variant covers. They all get the variant covers. That's cool. Good for them. You yeah. Know? Uh, moving on. One Dark Knight number two. Uh, Jock writing this. Uh, great Paul Pope cover here, man. I. 
don't know why I like that because it does Paul Pope do non great covers. I mean, come I on, I shouldn't man. love that, but it it looks great. It's almost like he's Spider Man. He should not be able to do what he's doing right now on the cover, unless he's mid fall or doing a somersault. But I mean, what is he doing? It looks like he's falling down this fucking building, you know, this bridge or whatever it is. Uh, but anyway, this is cool. This has been a, a the first issue was solid, you know. It's Batman. Uh, Super Sons gets collected. This is one of those new classics. If you don't have it, you should probably pick it up. This is really, really Yeah, cool. it came out in a digital a little while back, right? Yeah, yeah. Really solid work there. Love those two guys. Uh, you get the young Queen. kid John there. <laughs> yeah, you get the, the, the pre-son of Kal-El, John. Uh, yeah, DC Vampires versus Vampires is halfway through. I'm not, I'm not reading that. It's I mean, right on schedule to end in October, though, for the collection. So good for them, but you know that is what it is. You know, yeah, it's a That's, horror book. It's outside continuity. It's one of those goofy little like let's yeah put them in an outrageous situation type of things. Cool I kind of like Vampire Nightwing. That's pretty rad. Yeah, Nightwing, Francesca Man- uh, Matina, great cover there. Uh, moving on, uh, Sensational Wonder Woman special number one. This is a ten dollar. They do these annually now. It seems for everybody. Everybody gets a book. Um, National Women's Day, International Women's Day. They're celebrating. Okay, that makes sense. Wasn't that earlier in in March here? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't. Well, whatever. I mean, I don't $10 know. Ten dollar big money grab book. There, there might be good content in there, but you can't. There might be, but ten dollars is a big bucks. ask. Yeah, you can't get me in there for ten bucks. Uh, all right, here's another big one this week. The big another event. This is like. I don't want to say it's the Bat Family event because there's the Bat Family is so fucking big. There's so many books. But this is going to be Deathstroke. It's going to be Robin and I th- and Batman and Batman. Is this picking up with uh, the Robin book where uh, he's trying to resurrect Alfred there? Well, that was actually – you know, I didn't even mention that on Sunday Night Show. Uh, that was actually Squash. He went there and had to change a heart. He remembered, like, how people came back. After using um, those pits, the the Lazarus pits, they they're changed kind of. Yeah, you know? I, they I used to be an Electra thing too, but it, it but it's not. Yeah, but I figured that they weren't actually going to bring Alfred back that way. But so glad to yeah, see it should be bigger. There. It should be a bigger bigger deal. It was yeah. still a great cliffhanger, last page cliffhanger for that issue. I was like, oh, cool, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's the Shadow War Alpha. Hey, who knows? Uh, Earth for War three number two. No, I'm not reading this. This is basically another big event, kind of dressed up. This one day. is the most crossovery of them because it's showing up in some random ass books. Teen like Titan. it was in an issue of Flash. It was in Teen Titans Academy. Like there yeah. seems to be no particular connective tissue between the books that it's appearing in, except for this event itself. You know? Yeah, it's very odd, and they're doing that with the the Wonder Woman event too, except. At least it's in the world of Wonder Woman. Yeah, at least that's all Amazonian stuff, you know? Uh, But I wanted to skip this just so we could get it off the screen or leave the screen on this. But, oh, my God. It's back. Swamp Thing number 11. Ram V, Mike Perkins, the – dare I say for a character so storied as Swamp Thing, instant classic from Ram V. uh, That is high praise, yeah, because, like – 
Swamp Thing is one of those like prestige books, you know. There's like, a lot of people who have done a lot of good. Pound for pound, it might have the Daredevil. best pedigree. It's either that or Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah, probably DC's both. best pedigree book in terms of like how many awesome runs it's had. Yeah, and it's a combination of like not having a lot of runs, but still having enough so you can pull a good. That run is out a fair point it. to mention. Yeah, is it's, that like it's not like Batman or Superman where it's just like they're always putting it out, oh, so yeah. like you know it's going to get diluted after a while. Yeah, but still, though, regardless, this has been apparently a great run. I love that Frank Abia cover there. Yes, it's perfect, dude. It's so nice. It's so nice. So yeah, dude, that's that's definitely a pickup. That is a great book, uh, and that's the end. That's just the end. War first. I didn't want to end it on War first too. Number two. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Swamp Thing is gonna be dope. All right. Now on to everybody else. These books come out Wednesday, uh, the usual day, the traditional day. DC gotta be different. Anyway, uh, this Astro City special that's gonna be pretty cool. You know, it always is. Oh, it didn't open the tab I wanted to open. Or maybe it did it late. Uh, you know, Kurt Busiak's always good. Always got those Alex Ross covers. Yeah, I mean, Astro City um, is one of those, like, comic book readers' yes, comic books, you know? Yes, yes. It's a comic book readers' comic. It's still going. You know, it's been going on for fucking ever. It probably will never stop until Busiak is, is gone. Um, but, yeah, definitely check that out. Magic Order wraps. We'll see if that ever gets a show. Uh, New Burn continues, sort of the hard boil crime with a twist yeah mafia um, detective type of deal yeah right? yeah uh from chip Zdarsky, very well done the art's great in that who's the artist on that uh sue lee uh jacob phillips helping out yeah the art is very very good on that uh radiant black continues dude a lot of people are getting on this radiant black bandwagon um i have read well, a yeah whole it's lot. uh it's caught on well enough to get so yeah it's been off seems Rogue to be Sun. pretty popular yeah, this Rogue Sun book is a spinoff of that, you know, which is just wild to me. Uh, a book I'm definitely uh, looking out for, Righteous Thirst for Vengeance by Rick Romendo and Andrea Roja. Unlike anything I've ever read, really, uh, the pacing is wild in this. The way it delivers the story is is weird. It's, I, I don't know, man. It's like Hong Kong noir, really, you know, the way it, it, it just... I remember you talking about that uh, wordless first issue, you know, kind of yeah, yeah. hooks you in pretty well. Yeah, it, it like not a lot has happened. Stuff has happened now. It's been six issues, but not enough has happened for me to really want to keep reading the book. But I can't put it down. It just I don't know what it is. It just grabs you. Just Rick Remender's uh, just a master. You know, he really is. Uh, Rogue Son we talked about. Step by bloody step number two. The first issue was a little weird for me. Uh they're really pushing the accents of a lot of the characters in this, and it almost makes it a little bit difficult to read. Um, well, I'm sure David will tell me all about it. On yeah, Sunday. right, right. Uh, and then the classic uh, zombie versus robots, you know, sort of back, you know, Chris Rael, Ashley Wood back in print for the first time in over a decade. Uh, yeah, this is a fun pickup. You know, I'm a huge fan of Ashley Wood. Uh, I really do like that art style. Yeah, this is really fun stuff. So yeah, back in print, they're you know for the anniversary, ten year anniversary. Uh, moving on to Dark Horse, DH uh, has some okay stuff. A lot of trades, um, Apex Legends, you know, some action figures, the Hamlet Shakespearean mashup, which is like the pig version of Hamlet. 
Oh, Lord. Imprints. Yeah, it's a young readers thing. Uh, sure, Silver, sure, yeah. Silver Lantern Club from Hellboy, always a winner. And then in the Flood Killer Queens, another Orville trade. Yeah, it's just it's a bunch of trades. Um, one thing I will mention is Pearl. This is uh, one of Bendis's books. This is back in print. This is the first time it's in print at Dark Horse. And Pearl's great. Uh, it's Michael Gatos, you know, along with Bendis. It's fa it's fantastic. You know, it's Bendis. Fantastic. You know, it's a lot of words. It's a lot of not a lot going on with a lot. Hey, of I mean, we always say as much as we shit on the guy when Bendis was, is bringing his A game, he does some great work. Yeah, this is at least an A minus game, maybe B plus. So it's really good. It's it's a really fun read. So if you can find that, pick it up. Twenty bucks uh, collects the first six issues. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it from them. IDW, man, I've been waiting on this one. I'm not sure if this is actually coming out. I'm gonna have to double check to see if I, I actually have a copy. But uh, Saturday morning adventures, the best GI Joe that's been out in years, dude. Hmm. I mean, so I'll good. take your word for it, but yeah, it's I mean, so this good. seems this seems to have a a good charm to it, you know. I oh, mean, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly, it's, what it, is. it is kind of leaning into that nostalgia. But hey, I mean, yeah. I just read a fucking uh, team, <laughs> yeah, right. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Godzilla book, and you know, so who that am I to great. criticize? That's great. Uh, John Bushima got the Silver Surfer uh, Artisan Edition. Fun for any collector. I mean. The artisan editions are great, dude. They still got like the regular, the pencils that they originally did on there. The yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, this is a good type of thing to pick up if you're like a curator a bit, you know, yes. like a, a comic historian. Yeah. yeah, or if you're just a big Silver Surfer fan and you want, or if you're a big cool. Silver Surfer fan, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it looks great on a show. John Bushima is a legendary artist, and yeah, if you don't already have this and you're a big fan of the Surfer, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, they're doing a lot of those, too. They're getting a John Romita Jr. Uh, no, no, T uh, Todd McFarlane, Spider-Man, coming out soon. It's going to be very cool. Uh, TMNT Annual, always a winner. Always a winner. Uh, four different covers for that. That's fun. Ooh, the Venus cover. Kevin Eastman, Venus cover. That's cool. That's that new character coming. Actually, those are two different issues. They got an annual and a 127. Venus technically isn't a new character. She uh, yeah, appeared. She was. The, she was uh, I, I don't know if she's ever been in the comics, but she was on a TV show for them about. Uh, God, I guess it was like twenty years ago now. Yeah, it's their first time in the in the comics. But yeah, yeah. you're right. She's based off that TV or movie character. Uh, Wars End number two for the Transformers run that just will not end. Uh, it's just been going and going and going. I think it's got four, five maybe issues uh, with the main series and this uh, mini series all together. Uh, and then it's done. Then we get to wash our hands of this, sail into the new year with IDW, and then roll into uh, 2023 with a brand new publisher. Very exciting. Um, but it honestly cannot come quick enough. The, you know, July, whenever they're rolling out these new things away from this continuity, that cannot come quick enough. I mean, I can't remember the last time I heard you or Adam be like, genuinely thrilled with a Transformers book and not just it'd be like, you know, it's better than what they've been doing lately. Yeah. Maybe dude, King Grimlock, but other than that. Oh yeah. yeah. King Grimlock was fantastic. But dude, years ago we had an entire podcast dedicated to the Transformers books just because there were so damn many and they were so damn good. Uh, so yeah, really the license really does need to, to change hands. So, uh, all right, here we go. Spider-Man 93. We're getting into the nitty gritty here. Spider versus spider. The big finale of Beyond. It's over. Uh, the next issue we roll right into. 
I don't know, whatever, an arc, you know, 94 through 100 of whoever's on it next. Um, who's it? Zeb Wells, I think. Oh, no, he's writing this one. So, yeah, he's on the, the next arc. So, uh, yeah, this is like, you know, Ben Riley taking it to the to the Peter Parker. Spider-Man's fighting. I haven't been able to keep track of this. So, yeah, I'm just I'm anxious for them to start the next thing. And this is a great Gleason cover. This is really going to hit hard. That looks spec. cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to hit hard in spec. Uh, moving on. Uh, Captain Marvel 37. Uh, been a fantastic series. We don't talk about it a lot just because it's always just really good, you know. Uh, great Momoko variant here with uh, Carol on the cover. Just wonderful. Just just beautiful. And That is. I love oh, that. Uh, I love, I love, I love the way she's using the space there, you know. Yes, dude. It's just beautiful, man. Just, yeah, man. Ah, Momoko's got it going on. All right, here's a big one. Dark Ages number six. Most likely, this will be Tom Taylor's last book published at Marvel Comics. Um, he's exclusive to DC Comics now. Typically, when writers get out of their exclusive agreements, they don't go back to another publisher. They just start doing their own thing elsewhere because there are so many opportunities for them by that yeah. point. Um, because they've written at Marvel. They've written at DC. They have a fan base who follows them. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes, you know, in the next, you know, five to ten years. But, yeah, this is it. Uh, I mean, shit. Do you think that'll make it a big spec book? No, nah, probably not. Probably not. Um, I think all of Tom Taylor's stuff at Marvel, um, at, at least his most notable stuff, is definitely going to hit spec. Dark Ages is ripe for like a shitty animated series or to add it to a video game or something like that. That's mild. You know, they might make an animated movie. movie about it. Yeah. Um, but Gabby, he created, he, he created Gabby, uh, scout over there on the X-Men, you know, the fourth, fifth Wolverine, maybe, um, that's, that's his big spec book. You know, the one where he created Gabby, uh, he's done some other great stuff over at, at, at Marvel. And yeah, it's almost sad to see him go in a way, but, He's just going to get more and more shit over at at DC. The one thing I've always said about Tom Taylor is they don't give him a book for long enough. You know, they kind of sweep him under the rug and say, okay, yeah, your book's good, but we got other shit we want to do, you know. Uh, or they'll give him a book like this to say, oh, no, it's only six issues. Uh, while Deceased, what's it, 20 issues now or something altogether, you know. So, oh, man, that looks great. That looks so good. So yeah, this is going to be a great book. I'm very excited uh, to finish off that event. So uh, very cool Mahmoud Azrar cover as well on that. Just beautiful. Ugh, I love Good it. stuff. I love Johnny up there too, man. Uh, anyway, moving on. Ghost Rider number two, fantastic book. Momoko's got a very good cover on this one. I'm going to try to get my hands on this one. Oh, that's rad as hell. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, the first issue of Ghost Rider was fantastic. It was a bit of a setup issue. Yeah, uh, he's but, uh, locked in a suburban dream of some sort. Well, right? What was the name of that? Uh, and there was a movie about that, but Stepford Wives. The Stepford Wives is kind of like that kind of. Kind of. In a weird, ridiculous demon way. Uh, but yeah, Ben Percy's no joke. He just came off one of the best Wolverine events of all time. And yeah, he's still laying laying down a great run at, at Marvel Comics. Uh, Hulk number five. I Yeah, Smash or Not part five of six. Always a fun read. Uh, this is a pretty weird one. The Grand Design. 
uh, Jim Rugg getting his uh, hands dirty on this. Uh, the art's usually really weird. Uh, they did an, one of these for X-Men that was kind of relived all of X-Men history in two oversized issues. Uh, kind of condensed it, kind of changed it a little bit, maybe solidified it, maybe, you know, made the continuity a bit less murky. Uh, I don't know if this will do the same, but I love this art style. It's throwback well, to old comics. And it's... I feel like if I was reading this, though, I feel a little off put because it's like similar to Jack Kirby, but it's not. You oh, know? yeah. You think that's on purpose? You know, I don't. Jack Kirby is notoriously difficult to imitate. You yeah. Know? So I don't know if this is like purposeful or not. Yeah. But Jim Rugg is following uh, Ed Pisker and Tom Scioli. Now, I know Ed Pisker did the one for the X-Men. I can't remember which one Tom Scioli did. But. Maybe did a Fantastic Four one. I don't know. Tom Shirley did one of my favorite Transformers uh, G.I. Joe comics of all time. So, uh, so yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, great covers for that. Uh, big pickup over at the X-Men. Immortal X-Men number one. Kieran Gillen. Yeah, um, not, not waiting a moment. You know, they just finished X-Deaths last week, and they're keeping that hype train moving. I'm happy about it. Uh, I think I, I am that too. rap cover and two other covers. Uh, I love how they're keeping with the whole bench theme opening here. That's very clever, yeah. Done. Yeah, very nicely done. Uh, yeah, a lot of always love me some sinister one. action, and I bet Kieran Gillen's yeah. gonna write him a good Mister Sinister. Oh, for sure. Oh, dude. Yeah, uh, I love this Last Supper sort of take on the cover here, uh, but they have a lot of covers. Jeff Johnson's got a cover. Uh, that is a great cover for the White Queen. Uh, a Nauk head cover. God damn it. I know it. Uh, uh, Phil Noto has a series of these quiet council covers that he's doing that are just amazing. I kind of like that. Kind of like they're doing like a state portrait for all of the quiet council exactly. members. Exactly. Storm has one. Uh, Gene Gray has one. Yeah. A bunch of those cool variants all from Phil Noto. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. It'll be fun all collected, you know, if you could have them all together. Yeah, uh, for sure. There's a Vega shot here uh, of a classic sinister look. Love that. Very well done. So, yeah, that's a book I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, the U promo covers, you know, we've seen that a couple hundred times. Uh, the new Iron Fist, uh, issue two out of five, not really my cup of tea. The last uh, issue was enough that I'll probably check this one out, but it did oh, have good. that. It did have that annoying thing where, like, this fucking new Iron Fist, instead of taking five fucking seconds to explain the situations, just fucking goes angsty kid on him. Like, I'm not explaining anything to you, Iron yeah. Fist. Fuck you. How shut up, boomer. It would have taken you less time to just <laughs> yeah. explain the situation than to do this little fucking childish like ploy of yours, you know? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. burning that with the Iron Fist. That's cool. Yeah, the art's fantastic in this, uh, but it's just not my not my thing. Not my thing at all. Uh, ooh, that's a great cover, though. I, sorry, <laughs> I've got a. That's a cool cover. That is a good cover for sure. I love a solid character cover. That's just perfect. Um, Miles Morales, thirty-six. Uh, yeah, I'm actually at least an arc behind on this man. At least an arc behind. So, is that a cowboy down there? <laughs> is that a cowboy or a sheriff or something maybe i gotta I catch know. up i gotta catch up on that that book was fun when i was reading it you know when i was on it every week and then you know just get behind you know what i mean yeah uh silk number three keeps going strong 
Silver Surfer Rebirth, great series there. Spider Woman 21. Man, there are a lot of fucking spider books. Jesus. <sighs> Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 21. Uh, excellent, uh, number two. I- I'm not reading this. This is not really my my bag. You know, it's not really the X-Men I want to read. Yeah, I've missed out on this one. Yeah, is Mike Allred doing the art? So it's worth picking up just for I mean, that. Mike Allred doing art is always a something to cherish, but it's just not for me, dude. I, I yeah, I into it. I don't even know who these people are, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mike Allred needs to go over and, and keep doing the uh, the Legion books that he was doing once upon a time. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of X Men stuff. Hickman omnibuses. Uh, X Men Unlimited Attitude, or pardon me, Latitude. Uh, this is the, uh, I mean, there's actually a really good magic cover for this. This was Jonathan Hickman's, um, digital comic, right? And it was created for the, for like reading it on a phone screen. So like everything is sort of vertical, you know, like you read it vertical. They've sort of changed it for the comic book and they've put everything like side by side, like previously, like the left-hand side of this page was just one strip that you would read on your phone and then it would continue into the right side and then it would continue and keep going. See what I mean? Like a street, like each side of the street. Yeah. I, I feel like this is as good a way as you can to kind of adapt that to a printed medium, but it shouldn't have been adapted. It's a dumb idea. It's a dumb idea to adapt it. I, I do cool feel idea. like it is. I mean, this looks really cool, but I do agree that yeah. you probably get the most out of it reading it in the intended media there. Yeah. And it was a really fun idea that Hickman did with, I mean, Wolverine jumped out of the shield or the sword satellite onto a ship, you know, and it's him falling through space, tumbling. Yeah, it was really well done. It was really well done. But that magic cover is almost worth picking that up. That is a great, great cover. So is magic in the book? All I saw was Wolverine. No, is she, she might be in one part of the book. Okay. Um, I don't remember. Like I'm used to them doing like random ass characters who have nothing to do with it on like right. individual issues, but if this is like, yeah, I well, think she, whatever. No, no, no. This is actually the a uh, woman, women of Marvel variant, so it might be for women International History Month or gotcha, something. Uh, moving on to Dynamite. Not much from them. A lot of expensive reprints. Uh, Panther number two is dropping. Uh, Vampirella Dracula Unholy number four. Uh, I've actually heard that's been pretty good. You know, good erotic vampire stuff going on in there. I mean, there's a big vampire orgy going on in this cover. Believe me. I mean, uh, it's a Vampirella book. What else were you expecting? That's you what know? they do. That's what they do. I swear by that Barbarella book right now. The art is fantastic. Uh, moving on to Boom. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 25th anniversary. Um, very cool. Jenny Frizen's getting a Buffy cover, which is perfect. Her doing Buffy. It's just fantastic. Uh, I mean, that is that is a perfect Jenny Frizen cover. Uh, but yeah, you know, Buffy into Buffy, throwback. It's kind of like Rick and Morty. You know, if you've ever been a fan of Rick and Morty, you're going to love a Rick and Morty comic. Basically the same thing with, with Buffy, you know, especially a one shot like this. Uh, and that's it. Something is Killed in the Children, number 21, always a solid read. It's one of those books that, you know, you don't even talk about anymore because it's just so damn good. Uh, and basically that's it. We can go through the uh, the indie stuff here. Animal Castle's fun. That's like a sequel to Animal Farm. That's been really good. Uh, and selling out everywhere, by the way. People are snatching that book up. Uh, yeah, that's 
See, I know nothing. I should have really checked before I, I got here. I'm spoiled by David. Getting caught with your pants down here. Yeah, I'm always spoiled by David having his, you know, finger on the pulse of this stuff. Now we can't lean on him anymore. He's no. dead. Harbinger. He got slapped by Will Smith. He oh. was number five. Yeah, I know. I lied. I no. lied. We're talking about it. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, not much else coming out from the smaller press. Uh, but, man, some good stuff dropping from, from Marvel. Some really good stuff dropping from DC. And, uh, yeah, dude, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to Immortal X-Men. I mean, they've been uh, building up to that for a really long time now. Yeah. Um, I'm not picking it up in individual issues, but it is definitely going to be a good issue of Swamp Thing. Yeah, I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to pick up that uh, Beyond the White Knight, the Sean Murphy book. Uh, that's an easy pickup for me. I just love that universe. Uh, I will probably pick up the Swamp Thing book. Uh, and if I have to buy it in trade again, I want to buy it in the big trade, but I don't want to miss out. You know what I mean? I want to read No, I mean, it is it is very, very good, and especially with that Frank Avia cover there. Ooh, I hope I find it. Yeah, I hope I find it. Uh, Righteous Thirst for Vengeance is looking hot over at Image. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm happy that Spider-Man is ending. I'm actually excited to kind of read this issue. Because it's it's over, Beyond's done, and we're going to reset by the end of the issue. I'm hoping, yeah, getting ready for Zeb Wells' new. So I'm definitely reading that. I I, I don't think looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the end of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I mean, January. I feel like I feel like this is the second time in less than a year where we've been like, I'm excited for this because I'm anxious for the then to start something new with yeah. Spider-Man specifically. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dark Ages. Uh, Ghost Rider, yeah, like you said, X Men. So, yeah, then there's a bunch of cool shit dropping this week. Uh, uh, so yeah, thanks everybody for hanging out. We're gonna talk about all of those books on well, so only the good ones on our Sunday night show. So, come back for that. Uh, check this channel for that. Bye. Uh, one of my favorite shows on the internet, despite the fact that I've actually haven't listened to it in about a week or two, maybe kind of kind of undercuts your claim about it being a favorite. There, I know, but... <sighs> dude, I'm so behind. Because well, hey, you've been moving. You've had a lot going on. You got a dog, you know? So Yeah, right. I got a dog and a cat. The cat hates the dog. It's exactly well, like Bill Murray said. Very stereotype there, yeah. But. Uh, like, yeah, Tom and Jerry going on. Uh, so, yeah, keep coming back. We really appreciate everybody uh, listening. But most of all, thanks to this dude for hanging out with this guy. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time. Same geek channel. I feel like we got the timing down for that pretty well. Oh, dude, you're nailing.